This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans. And there it is. That's as good as it gets on this stage. Nissan Townstar EV strikes again. It's an unstoppable van. Unstoppable. Look, just fantastic. You can actually see the ProPilot technology in action. Effortless parallel parking. It moves with all the confidence that comes with a five-year warranty. And with a bench full of all-star van experts, there's real strength in depth here. That's all-star quality. Search Nissan Townstar EV and visit your local all-star van centre to see for yourself. Terms and conditions apply. Five years or 100,000 miles, whichever comes first. ProPilot is an advanced driver assist technology. Driver's responsibility to stay alert, drive safely and control vehicle at all times. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly supported by McDelivery, bringing you the food you know you love. McDelivery brings a top-tier lineup of food right to your door. No matter the result, unlike the Owls, you'll always be winning with McDelivery. So there's only one thing left to say. What's everybody having? Order now on the McDonald's app and you can also get rewards points delivered too. So that ordering today means you'll get some tasty rewards later on. And between you and me, if you order just before kickoff, you can get it just in time for half time. But I've not told you that. Only via the app at participating restaurants, 18 plus rewards registration required. Points only on menu items, delivery free and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. See you later. The Wednesday week is sponsored by Michael Constantine Wealth Management. We bet you can't find a financial advisor closer to Hillsborough Stadium. Hello, good evening, good morning, good afternoon. Welcome to the Wednesday week. Um, Today, it is not Danny's off on his holidays again. So I'm standing in for him. My name's Ash, of course. I'm joined by John, Simon and Holly. And we're here to talk all about the last week's goings on and review um, last week's game against Shrewsbury. So, evening everyone. How are we okay? All good, thanks, mate. Yeah. Yeah. yeah All good? Nice. Yeah. yeah. Not too bad? No, all right. Okay. Oh, very positive. Yeah, I like it. I like it. So, obviously, up first, I'll get straight to it. None of this pissing about like Dan does. Uh, Shrewsbury, weekend, just gone. Can't say fairer than that, can you? 3-0 win on the road at Shrewsbury. Um what do you think? Let's go to, uh, we'll go Holly first. Holly, what did you think to that um, showing? Well, <laughs> so I didn't go because I had a wonderful weekend away watching uh, the Flaming Lips in Manchester, which was absolutely Ooh. fantastic. Uh, with, beforehand, I had a slight grain of optimism that we might still sneak it so i went to my friend's sports bar which is libero in altering uh, in uh altringham so if you are there go and see it it's brilliant um but uh before we'd even got out of the car i think it was like three nil up so it's <laughs> like absolutely ruined it <laughs> um but yeah it's I've, I've i've watched the highlights and it all just seemed very easy which makes me think is it because the pressure is off that they decided to play how they played ages ago. That right. So for the last, for this horrible run we've been on, I've I've made excuses for them. After my little tiny little blip after that Barnsley game, I made excuses that they were tired or the weather or that referee and blah blah blah. But now I think. Have they actually bottled it? <laughs> like, <laughs> <laughs> 
I've, they've played me here. I made excuses, but now the pressure's off. And then they start playing like that, doing all that passing shit that they were doing 10 weeks ago. But you might tell me different because you were actually there, weren't you? Uh, I was. Um, me, <laughs> myself and Mr Hill went to the game, it was. But I think we've we've gone in early. We're in two minutes and we've got the title of the podcast there. Have they really bottled it? Have they? Uh, you be- <laughs> I think I thought, we all no, know the no, answer no. to that, Holly. I think we all know that one. <laughs> <laughs> well, no, like I say, I made excuses. But then when I've watched the highlights, it's like watching earlier on this season when the passing was so easy. It, we've seen like, and I mean, I know he's got a good finish anyway, but it just seems so easy and everybody and, and so positive and we haven't been doing that. So maybe the pressure's off and next, next uh, this weekend's going to be brilliant. And then when the pressure's back on, that's what worries me. But you'll tell me what it was like, really. Was it, was <laughs> it that easy? <laughs> well, I, uh, for me, yes, it was. Um, but then again, I was watching through several pints of, God knows what glasses. So Simon, was it, was it was it as easy as Holly thinks she saw on the highlights? That in in the stadium, obviously we got there. Uh, it was pissing it down. Um, it wasn't the best uh, sort of conditions. But what, what were your thoughts initially on on the first let's say the first forty five minutes of the game? Well, also don't forget I was sat next to you all the way from North Anston to the pub to the ground so i drank probably about as much as you did so <laughs> um yeah um and you did drink a lot of different stuff ash uh, it, it was a hell of a mixture going on right okay <laughs> i think the difference was that um we stopped playing long ball football which we seem to have been which we seem to put into place from sort of forest green onwards uh and what I found was that we were we were actually playing football, uh, and I think certain players, I think Dennis Adenarin has all of a sudden found a, a bit of form. I thought uh, Iorfa had a really good game. Is that the fact that Hequi's come back into the side? Is he better well, suited next to Big Dom rather than Aidan Flint? Well, that's, um, that's, that's a good point because obviously the team sheet. So the team sheet and Flint was. Uh, Dropped for Nekwe. I don't know if he, I don't know if he rested. Maybe you don't know. I don't know sort of the thoughts of. But obviously, Nekwe came in and after his was it ten minutes the week before that he came on and didn't really do anything uh, to discourage uh, a starting against uh, Shrewsbury. So it, it was yeah, it was a bit different. But I mean, he played well in Nekwe. Like you say, with he was immense. And, and and he sort of gave it gave Dom a free reign to move forward. And if you look at Michael Smith's first goal, uh, the ball that's released forward, um, Dom's Dom's actually running the far side of him. Dom goes from defence, and he's actually almost as advanced as Smith is before Smith hits it, which was very odd. But he did seem, and when you noticed, uh, he did seem to get up and down the pitch a lot more rather than being sat at the back which Palmer dropped into that role to cover him. Uh, and, it, and, it, and it seemed to work. Um, dare I say it as well, that Will Volks sort of played the main role in midfield as well. And it meant that um, Bannon didn't take... Because personally, and I'll say something controversial now that some of you may or may not agree with, that was one of the worst games I've seen Barry Bannon play in a Wednesday shirt. He, 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 was, he was very, oh. very poor. 
I don't know about that. Cool. I don't know about that. No, no, no. no. Well, you see, it, I thought it was shocking. Even for me, uh, I see that. Yeah, I thought I thought it was very poor, and I think that allowed Will Volks to come into the game more, which meant that we didn't have the slowing down of the game. He's a lot more direct, and 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 that that created a lot more because Shrews, Shrewsbury aren't any mug. They're not mugs. They're mid table, and I think we were saying that we hadn't won there. The last person to score the winning goal there for Wednesday, well, it would have been Gay Meadow, was Gary Bannister. That's how long ago it is since we've won down there. So to come away three nil and three points was was superb. I thought it was an, I thought it was a very good professional performance of which we've missed since uh, the Portsmouth game. Well, yeah, Portsmouth game. Those. Um... Those stats make me chuckle, though, because that makes out like we play Shrewsbury every season, doesn't it? I mean, it's probably <laughs> the first time we've played him in, like, 15 years. We played him last oh, season, yeah. didn't we? Well, oh, yeah, yeah, last season. Yeah, the, this, you know, I'm, I'm not a great lover of stats, and you can twist and all, all you want. So, But, John, we, we obviously started off, and um, I've got to say, it was really good team team move for the first goal. Uh, really good interplay, well, I've just said we've alluded to the passing. Uh, the ball into Smith, I think he laid it off to... Gregory and then Gregory back heel and a first time finish Smith, which I thought was a really good finish. Um, I mean, go, going in and it's it's hard to, it's hard for us here to to obviously sit and, and say anything because it was just a not an outstanding performance, nothing thing, but it was just a, like Holly said, it was just a it was we did a job, we just played how we can and we have done, and it just did seem an easy game. I'm, I'm sure it, I'm sure it wasn't. Um, what do yeah. you think? I mean, Smith on the score sheet for one. Yeah, it it, it did seem like um, like we've been saying earlier. Whether it was the in the heart of the parts, they kind of thought it's gone now. We're just going to have to you know get some form back, get some confidence back, and you know just focus just focus on, um, on on the players and stuff. So maybe the shackles come off a little bit. The pressure's not feeling as as in, as intense as it were. Um, and yeah, they, they played with a lot more freedom. They played the, the, the professional performance was there. Uh, it was a cracking first goal, lovely team team goal. Uh, really, uh, really enjoyed that one. And uh, it, they just seemed more free flowing and just like um, like Sai said, just not a long 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 ball stuff all the time and direct play. It was more intricate and using the space and and not being. Um, you know, not feeling that press from the team where they used to, where they had been doing weeks past and giving the ball away cheaply, they just seemed like they could cope with whatever Shrewsbury got to throw at them. Um, and you know, obviously Smith was uh, the talisman in the game and got his hat trick and, and 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 looks you know really encouraging signs with with the games we've got coming up. We can have a fit and fire in Smith, then we've got half a chance, haven't we? So yeah, we just. And you know, obviously, we, we we saw the chairman's rallying cry, you know, um, b- b- before the game, which you know I read it. It sounded more like season ticket phase three to me than anything else. But um, <laughs> but yeah, it, that that came out, and I'm like, well, you know, he's like, we've got a small chance, and we just need the fans. But I'm like, well, the fans, especially away, anyway, the fans have never never not been there for you. You know, we've been in raucous voice all season, haven't we? Wherever we've gone, you guys know more than I do. You could sit majority of their away games and and i think you i think once again you'll, you'll probably agree that the fans were immense again for uh for wednesday down at shrews we gave them a, a some great backing and um you know um great scenes at the end where they were clapping them off and cheering them off even though we knew 
we'd blow them top two. So you know, yeah, it, it was it, it was great. I've got I've got to say, but there was always that obviously. You, you you get the goal updates from around the ground and like Holly said earlier, it's like it it's which five nil at half time. It's like wh where's our sort of performance? We haven't had one of them for a good while. A, a great first half where you're thinking four or five, and Ipswich have just done it in the last fair few weeks. No no slight on them or, or anything. They they've stepped up and took it, and we've just yeah. fell flat at, at the end. And it was like that in the it was in the, in the fans. For me, it was anyway. Obviously, I don't know what Simon thought of that. It was like, oh, Ipswich have scored. Oh, Luongo scored. Hurst has scored. It's like, oh, um, come on. And then it was Plymouth were drawing. So we got a slight, you know, still there. We're winning. Plymouth are, are messing up. And then, I mean, second half come. I mean, the, it was just... It, same again. It was a great, great interplay. I think... Uh, Header wasn't it for Smith for the second? So I mean, he gets his second goal. It's it's a, I think it was a, a great cross from uh, Johnson. Mark Johnson, yes, it was. Apologies, yeah. Johnson. Yeah. 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 So it was it was great. So I mean, like like John said, Simon, um, the the confidence that Smith must have got from, I believe, the first uh, Sheffield Wednesday hat trick as well for him. I know he's only been here this season. But it's his first hat-trick he's scored since he played for Portsmouth in Johnson's Paint Trophy or something, apparently. So it's been a while since he scored a hat-trick. And they were, wow. all three great, they were all three great goals, weren't they? The great mm -hmm. header, second goal. The, the, the strike he hit in the first, first half, great strike, that great finish. Um, the header, fantastic cross. A, a, a good pass from Bannon to, to pick Johnson out. Johnson took his man out. He'd had a few chances, anti Johnson getting the ball in. I thought he had a really good game on on Saturday, um, and but his his crossing was a lot better than what it has been. Um, perfect header, great header across face of goal into the back of the net. That was a good one. And then uh, the 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 final goal uh, again, shot across into the back of the net. Really good finish. Um, perfect. But you know, if he'd hit it with left foot, right foot, then it would have been his perfect hat trick, wouldn't it? Um, him coming into some vein of form is just what we need, um, especially with Windass uh, coming on in the last, what, five, ten minutes? Five, ten minutes, was it? Um, because the partnership that we had with Smith and Windass at the start of the season was superb. Um, so that's what we what we need. I, I just think, in regards to Holly's comments earlier about the bottlers, obviously we still had a slight chance, didn't we, on, on Saturday? Yeah. Uh, there yeah, was a chance, a slight chance, but uh, yeah, uh, there was a slight chance there if the other two results had gone against us. But their running for the other two teams was is is far easier than ours. Um, Burton had a header with the last like last second yeah, of the game, that. and nearly flipped all tables up in that. Pub. <laughs> yeah. I watched that. That's the only chance he had in the whole game, but yeah, yeah, I, I think I think. Uh, you know, we we know the history of it now. We know where we've we've fallen down. All, all we've got to look forward, and I think there are some players who are coming into a bit of form. Getting again, I'll go back to getting Hekwi back because I think Flint is dropping out of form. I think he's been very poor over the last few games. Um, you know, if I offer steps up again and keeps going, um, I do think that Adenarin playing on that right right wing back sort of role is something that suits him. And, and and he looked very lively. Um, I think it were Iofa's best game for for a while. I think a long time. Yeah. A I think long he's, time. He's, he's, he was in the team well. of the week as well, along with Ehekwe and Smith. 
the yes. League yes. One team of the week. And, 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 it was Dom Iofa this week, not Dom Iofa, weren't it? So I, yeah, it was. And, and, and is that is that I haven't really taken much notice of what with Dom. I always find he's somebody who plays very well next to somebody who's who talks, who 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 basically helps him. I think he, like Steve has said, alluded to quite a few times, is is a confidence player, and without a doubt, he's a confidence player. And, and cool. when, when he's allowed like to, call, to run forward, I like to call it the Lee Leuven's effect. Yeah, exactly. You know, you know you've got mm. someone at the side of you that's. Uh... We had Leuven's, who was a fantastic captain, wasn't he? Yeah. And then we brought Tom Lee's in, who didn't even speak to himself, let alone another player. And and Dom's um, performance fell off the cliff, isn't it? When, yeah. when, after when, McGuinness when, went, yeah, yeah, and after McGuinness went as well, and 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 I, and I've never actually watched the partnership between Flint and Dom. I've always assumed because Flint's a massive unit that it'd be very vocal. But in all honesty, I don't think I have seen him shouting and, and commanding at the back. Um, although then again, I didn't really look to see if Ihekwi uh, was as well. Um, but he just sent a different player with with yeah. with Michael Ihekwi playing there, <clears throat> and then. Hopefully, Volks is coming into a bit of form again as well, because we he, he, the 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 whole run that we've had, players have even the players who played so well, their form's dropped off, hasn't it? So, look, yeah. if we're hitting some form now, when is there a better time to hit some form? But going into the playoffs, you know, as Blair keeps saying on our WhatsApp chat, we're going to win it through the playoffs. So, Christ, don't we need some? Though. Don't we need <laughs> yeah. players to to be turning up? Over the next four, three games, four games, it's, hopefully. Yeah, I mean, we've said Shrewsbury. It's, it was a game we we was all hoping we were going to win. We, we needed to win, and I said it before. I think it was uh, if it was going to bounce off Smith's arse and go in, we win one nil. What we needed to do, it wasn't like that at all. It was Smith hat trick. Um, I think recall Shrewsbury hit the bar in the second half. Uh, and, and that was it for me, yeah. for Shrewsbury's yeah. attacking intent, which, um, like Holly said, we had two defenders in the team of the, in the uh, EFL team of the week, League One, uh, and we won 3-0. So it was like quite a, quite an easy week for them two to get in there because I don't think they actually troubled. I think Dom, I also like to say, had one of his best games because he just, he just seemed to pick it up, ball, he ran, he was covering everything. Anything that came down his side, it was there. It was just uh, a new, it, and I think the biggest one for me, he didn't fuck up. Yeah. Do you know? Do you know? <laughs> you know? Yeah, yeah. I, I mean, it sounds so simple and easy to say, but how many times have we said though when when I offer and John obviously called him another name there, which I won't won't, won't repeat, but he, he has been awful at times. Um, so it was good for that, and I think to go through that game. Obviously, uh, Windass coming back in, um, playing like say five ten minutes, looks a bit lively actually. I've got to say, I, I was expecting him just to come on and do a, a, a few bits and pieces and not really, but he actually looked lively. Quite liked it, and no, no, I don't believe there was any injuries or any scares or anything that's been reported. So, no. oh, always good to come through a game on scale, which we haven't said that many times this season, have we? So it's. Uh, <clears throat> If the confidence boost from that must have been great. I, I just had a look at the tables, and and aside from the top two, we've been absolutely uh, imperious, haven't they, over the last six, seven, five, six weeks? We we've got out of, out of five games, we've had four four wins and one loss, which was the Burton game. 
So if you look at the the rest that are sat in and around the playoff tables, we're 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 the team in form. We are actually the team in form. Uh, the performances haven't been great, but they built up to a good performance. So it does. We've got let's get Friday out, uh, Sunday out of the way, but it does bode well. It does bode well, uh, and we do seem to be pulling ourselves out of that quagmire and that sort of sticky patch we're in. So I went to all them away games in that dreadful run <laughs> and I didn't go to Shrewsbury. <laughs> there, there, there might be an issue there, Holly. <laughs> they waited for me to not be there. <laughs> uh, I, I'm going to let the ties down on your dad's car. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you know, the, the superstition you had about going in, getting in late to the game. Yeah. Uh, just, just don't go all together now. <laughs> yeah, that's what it is. <laughs> so, um, obviously, I, I don't know how this. Uh, I've, I've watched the highlights back and, and everything, but obviously, um, it's been alluded to. Darren Moore and uh, Michael Smith did say in their post match interviews about the, the fans, and we've, we've said earlier that luckily, Sheffield Wednesday have got an absolute cracking set of fans, home and away. They do turn out most weeks, especially away, like John said. Um, and the I didn't personally feel it or, or hear it, and that wasn't the beer. It was just I just don't that there was the this big surge that we've seen like and, and a big roar when the players came over. And for me, did 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 that come across no. Simon? Did you get yeah, that? Yeah I thought or, or I thought it, yeah I thought the the atmosphere during the game was okay. Uh there was plenty of singing. Um top of the league and we effed it up was one that sent to uh, be sang quite a lot. There was quite a lot of irony there, which yes. we sort of smiled to each other about. Because you've got to laugh, you know, the best thing about British humour is laughing at yourself, and we certainly did. Um, but I did notice that. It did go up another level. It did go up another level. When 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 it it, it was almost that, right, lads, we, we know where we are now. We know where we're going forward, and we're completely 100% behind you, uh, which was brilliant. It's just what you needed, you know. It, it was completely chalk and cheese to what the atmosphere was like, say, after the Burton game or the Forest Green Rovers game. Um, it was good. I thought that was a, a nice way to end the last away game of the normal season, let's say. Yeah, I, mean... I think maybe we just were enjoying that run so much that the players thought we wanted to extend the season. They just thought, <laughs> oh, yeah, three more games. <laughs> We'll grasp as many straws as we bloody well can, <laughs> won't we? <laughs> I know, lads. I know it'll be great. We'll sacrifice <laughs> going on holiday for another couple of weeks of training and a few, hopefully three great matches. Yeah, well, I, I can see your logic there. So, what do you think, John? Would would that maybe a stupid question? But obviously, the fans have been there. We all have a moan. Every, we have we've had seen so much moaning and bitching and and thing over the last especially the last four five weeks. Do you think the, the the fans really understood what the, that big roar and that big, like Simon said, that's it, we know where we are, let's go on now. Do you think they'd have took that on, wouldn't they? Yeah, I mean, for all disappointment and, and, and anger in some quarters, you know, when, when, when emotions are raw after you've, you know, you, the results have come in and you've, you've not got this, what, you achieve, what you set out to achieve, I think we're quite a forgiving bunch, Wednesday fans. I mean, we've had to be, haven't we? We've, we've, we've had so much crap over the years, but we'll we'll still dust ourselves down, come back and back them. And 
I think that was probably the start of it at Shrewsbury, thinking, right, we know it's a lot now. It's going to be playoffs. Yeah, it sucked. We don't want playoffs. We hate playoffs. But we're going to have to back them because we are, if we don't back them, they're not going to get through it, are they? they? They need us behind them. We've seen playoff nights at Hillsborough. We've seen what the kind of atmosphere we can generate. We saw it at Brighton. You know, We've seen it against Huddersfield. We know we can be the 12th man. And I think that was just kind of a, a prelude to like, all right, guys, we're pissed off at you, but we still love you. We're still going to back you. Get yourselves focused, get your minds ready, and let's let's attack these playoffs. I think this season <clears throat> our fans have been brilliant. Like normally we do moan, and when and we we feel like we really do moan. But I think even when people have made mistakes, they've sung the name. Like even when I offers made a mistake, people have moaned, and then they've sung his name. And like when Dawson made a mistake before. People have sung that he's one of his own. Whether they were doing that ironically, I don't know. <laughs> like, he's definitely Wednesday. But <laughs> I don't know. But I feel like our fans have been more forgiving than ever before in other seasons. Even when we've been winning a game, if someone just does a pass across back four, people start booing. So I think we've been really good this this Except you, Ash, obviously, but everyone else. Yeah, I've been a right bastard, me, I tell you. Uh, uh, I mean, I, I think for that, I think the, the home form has been key. Because for me personally, I mean, I, I do go to quite a few away games and I, I personally love the away game. I think the atmosphere, and you don't quite get that at Hillsborough. I sit on the cop and sometimes it's, it's well, I say I sit on the cop, I sit on like T4, which is to the side, you know, it's not proper cop. So it's... It sometimes can be a bit toxic, very quiet. And I know you don't always get that thing. But I think with the home form and the way they've played in some of the games at, at, at Hillsborough, I think the, the what Holly says, I think, personally, I think the fans have been great. On the odd occasion where there's bits and pieces, you know what social media is like, it's a, a pit. So it's you could give it, take it. And uh, it's what probably a lot of players take into when they're playing, they take reaction from the fans and the crowd and I think Ollie's spot on there I think that yeah. a lot of the times players have been chanted the names some cracky new songs and that have appeared for players which they've got to love aren't they and then yeah. I, I don't I and and yeah I don't think there's been any sort of major booing or proper disrespect to the players and Darren Moore uh, on a match day as in that plenty on social media but a lot of people are idiots playing the keyboard I think that might be testament to the way Darren Moore has uh, galvanised the squad and, and, and the, the whole way that the club's been run at the moment um, over the last couple of years. Because there was a time, wasn't there? I remember Dave Jones years ago saying that playing at Hillsborough was a problem, that, that, that there's that expectancy and that was that he felt that that was put onto the players by the fans. But I agree completely with Holly this season. Um, it's it's if, even on the odd few games where it has been a bit uh, poor performance, the fans have muttered amongst themselves, but they've not pushed that onto the pitch. You know, they've they've and, and certainly got behind the team, and and <clears throat> I think that's testament to to the way the club has changed over the last uh, two three years since COVID. I think I agree. There's that um, that video of the Leeds players and the Arsenal players walking past the little yeah. kids. And it yeah. made me feel a bit better that I thought that wouldn't be our players, which... Yeah. Never, it never would happen. I, yeah. I, I think what... I think they've started this season, but what the club done is obviously they've, they've gated off the uh, the players' car park for the game. And I think they nominate two or three players each match to go to all the fans. And they're on, like, the nominated 
yeah. um, signing duty because they, were, they had an issue with all players getting into the change rooms late. So that's that's what they've done that for. And it's just great that they're there. But it's they do it every week. Darren Moore yeah. goes there, and he, I think, uh, when I saw one of the, you know, the behind the match day uh, YouTube things they've started doing. One of the little lads gave him a birthday card last week, I think it was, um, or the other week, and it was like stuff like that. Exactly what Holly says. You, you don't want that from your club. If it was my club, I'd be mortified. Yeah. Uh, and it's not, so it's great, and it's Leeds, yeah. so it's even better. <laughs> and, and and the apology they put out that was just bollocks weren't it yeah and they might have just been apologising that our kids are Leeds fan we're sorry <laughs> <laughs> well, that, well, well, well I mean <laughs> that's that's Shrewsbury review done uh, a great 3-0 three, three no win um, obviously the other results didn't go our way so obviously it meant that we finished third so playoffs it is, everyone. I know we've talked about it. it. We didn't think it was going to happen. The end of March, we were all sitting pretty. Um, and then Forest Green happened. So um, well, enough of that. Let's move on. Um, we'll just um, take a short break and hear from our sponsors. Thank you very much for that, Manscaped. So you know where to get your ball trimmers from. Um, I have to say, used it very good. Mrs. Rogers uh, even approved. So there you go. Um, what can I say? Smooth operate and now that's it. Smooth operate, that's right. You're not talking about two snooker balls. <laughs> oh, don't talk about snooker. Anyway, uh, moving on. Yeah, the championship. Yeah, uh, I don't watch snooker, all, but yeah, I heard it's in Sheffield Crucible. But there you go. So we'll move on to some news this week. So if you've uh, been living under a rock and not on social media or anything like that, then we have had the players' uh, presentation night. I think that's what they call it these days. For all the uh, first-team squad, and they've... Uh, I think it was Sunday night, was it, I believe? Um, and the biggest news of the evening and the biggest award went to... Stevie's going to be absolutely loving this, isn't he? Mr Liam Palmer, Player of the Year. And also players' player of the year, I believe, as well. Um, so yeah, what's your thoughts on that, John? Um, richly deserved, or was a player robbed? I think when you look at it, I think it, I think you can't argue with, with it. To be honest, I think I don't know whether it was the the ten k a day what, what what Liam was doing prior to the season, which is give him a second wind in most games and and allow him to bomb up and down the wing and give him like a a renaissance really when you consider his age and stuff but um he, he has been best he's ever been for wednesday and uh, considering the league win and everything and um he's been very reliable chipped in with some goals as well this season which which he doesn't normally do does he? so um i can't really argue with it. i know i know steve is absolutely a proper fanboy when it comes to <laughs> to liam palmer isn't he? but um i know in all honesty I've, I've got a i can't i can't disagree i think he's been really really good this season for Liam Palmer yeah I mean for for listeners of this podcast whenever me and Stevie's been on um you know I love to wind him up and I love to disagree with him um and sometimes it's I do it on purpose sometimes not but to be honest I can't disagree with this one myself um for for upteen reasons I think he's been Mr Consistent is he has had the odd blip but nine times out of ten he has been has been spot on um, so yeah, I'm I'm all right with that. Holly, what's your thoughts, Liam yeah. Palmer? 
I don't begrudge him winning it at all. I think he's been absolutely brilliant. It has been his best season. And some of the stuff, like, obviously I sit sort of near you, Ash. <laughs> some of the stuff that he's done, like, in, right in front of us has been, like, really confident and smooth. Like, smooth, like he's been manscaped. Smooth and, like, nice. and, and, <laughs> and, and just the a type of confidence that he hasn't, played with before which uh, maybe that's his age and his experience I don't know but uh, yeah I do I'll put it out there I did not vote for him but I I don't begrudge him winning it I think it was quite nice to have to think between a few different players I voted for Volks but um either or it could have been him or yeah, I, I, mean, I mean, I mean, yeah, it wasn't a wasted vote that Holly, because for yeah, Volks for me would probably be my second pick. Um, but yeah, I I thought you was going to be the per one person that voted for Backinson, and you were going to say, <laughs> but you know, it wasn't to be. Simon, uh, Liam Palmer, um, you're in that camp as well, deserved. Oh, without a doubt, he, he tried to throw it away over the last five or six matches, but he he, he has been. Absolutely superb this season. I think I think we we um, Steve certainly certainly started pushing Palmer probably last season, the season before. He was always a, a seven out of ten player, wasn't he? He was he was Mister Reliable, always somebody you could rely on, left back, right back, centre back. You know, bear in mind he started in midfield for Wednesday. I remember when he first came on for Wednesday? Played in midfield. I think he'd been at Tranmere, scored for Wednesday. I thought he's a right prospect. This lad from Worksop, just down the road. Um, Wednesday eye, proper, yeah. full on, loves loves the club, um, and he, he's really taking it on in that position. Got some goals, thoroughly, thoroughly. The lad thoroughly deserves it this season. I can't. Um, I, I I would be, you know, close number two would be Will Volks. I thought he's been superb. A few players at the start of the so a few uh, uh, fans and podcasts what uh, wrote him off at the start of the season. Thought he was a sort of uh, he probably would ended his career elsewhere and he'd just come here for a paycheck. But he was obviously unfit and as he's come through, he's been superb, Volksley. I think that I think the tweet that you're alluding to was um, comparing him to Lewis Wing. Yeah, he compared. Yeah, he was compared to Lewis uh, Wing, and 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 he is. He's Lewis Wing's not fit to lace his boots. He, he is superb, superb player, and yeah. I would say. Um, He's captain material if Bannon wasn't here. If Bannon wasn't here, he, he would make a fantastic captain. And he won, uh, he, he also won an award, didn't he? It, he did. Was, uh, I can't remember what it was. It was now. the Community yeah. Award. For that his, was it. Because uh, he's heavily involved with Bluebell Wood, isn't he? He is indeed. He's a patron uh, of theirs. So yeah. that's fantastic for. Yeah, and and I think, um, he's such a lovely. What? He's carried that on from when he was at Rotherham, hasn't he? Yeah. Go on, sorry, John. No, I was just going to say, what, what I love about the Liam Palmer story as well is that he was like one of the academy success stories because we yeah. haven't had many, have we? And to think about, you think about when Liam Palmer came through and all the managers that have come and gone and yeah. Liam Palmer remains, he's always managed yeah. to find a way to be in the side, even if it, even if some seasons he's been like a, a sub or a bench player or whatever. But he's always, he's always kept his head, you know, uh, he's always worked hard and, and, and found his way into the team at some point and, and always gave 100%, hasn't he? And that's that's brilliant for a testament to his longevity and determination. And even well, now, at like, what is he, 30, 29, 30? Might be even 31, but... Um, nice. You know, is he? I think he's a bit 
older than Matt? Is he a bit older than Matt? I think it's 33, yeah. Yeah, see, he, obviously he's got, his legs are still there then, aren't he? Because yeah. he did all those uh, marathons, like we said, uh, whatever, 10Ks before before the season started. And yeah. he's had this brilliant season for us. Um, just just, just great to see like an academy lad come through, go through all the ups and downs, but never never fault. So always give his best whenever we've called upon him. Yeah. And it's paid off for him. And I'm, I'm made up for him, I really am. Yeah. I think yeah, that yeah. what you just said, John, about him being versatile is what has made him so good this season. Like we change centre-back or winger even or wing-backs, whatever. And he's been <clears throat> shuffled from one side to the other, back and forth. And he's still still slotted in and, and been really good in yeah. whichever position he's played in, whereas other people are only fit into one slot yeah. where he, he can yeah. play in there. I mean, at some points I have thought, just sling him up front, for God's sake. Just, <laughs> <laughs> might as well make the full set. But yeah, he's really versatile, which I think has helped this season a lot. From, from what you were saying, Ash, about uh, and John, about how long he's been here as well, there was a clip on... Uh, Twitter the other week of crossbar challenge, Sky crossbar challenge, and Gary Megson was manager. And the, uh, the, I can't remember who else won it, but Liam Palmer was one of the two players that won crossbar challenge, and Megson was the manager. So that sort of shows you, you know, he was a fresh face lad then, not quite yeah. as uh, over on, 10 years ago, that isn't it? Yeah, yeah. exactly. Yeah, on, on that, on that, so obviously Michael Smith had his hat trick in the game. And then on that point there, Simon, uh, Liam Palmer got a hat-trick on the awards with his lifetime achievement. Yep. Which, yep. like, we've just spent the last three, four minutes going on about all of it. It's, it's, he's been there, he's done it, he's, he's had all the T-shirts. Um, and there's and that, that adorable picture of him at the playoffs from playoffs. 2005, which is the cutest thing ever. <laughs> yeah, so I, if, I anyone, if anyone, if anyone, obviously looks on YouTube and gets the, the video of what they played to him on the awards night. It was really great. I mean, <laughs> it, it, yeah. it made, it, there was somebody chopping onions in our house at half 11 <laughs> yeah. at night. I'll tell you. I, I think, I think he's, he's taken some criticism he's had over the years is if he was so good, why didn't he move to another club? And I actually like the fact that he stayed at Wednesday. I think there, there are, he might have well have been offered places elsewhere, but it just shows you, the commitment he, he has to the club, uh, he, and 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 by the looks of it, he'll stay stay at Wednesday until he has to hang his boots up, and I would imagine he'll end up coaching uh, for the club as well. Which we have a few, you know, ex Wednesday players, uh, Steve Haslam. You know, uh, we had Nicky Weaver for a while. I think he's not with us anymore, but you know, it, it's it's testament to his commitment to the club. He might have had offers elsewhere, but he, I suppose he's settled, local. And it's great. I love the bloke. He's, he's a superb... My, my lad looks up to him. Works up, lad. And uh, it's great. Superb. I, w I wish there were more players like that. And I don't know if they... Um, I don't think they do him anymore, do they? But he should, he should do it. They should have a testimonial for him, shouldn't they? They should create Absolutely. one. Absolutely. should do Just something for, for him. Yeah. yeah. When it comes to the point where he, where he has to hang his boots up, they've got to do something for him, haven't they? Got to. Mm. Pressman didn't have one, did he? I'll never no. forgive him for not giving Pressman one. He was the absolute fave. <laughs> so, obviously, yeah, awards evening. Um, a great day. And I, I believe they raised quite a lot of money for charity as well. There was an, a, an auction on there and things. So, fantastic to see the photos and uh, everything on social media. Once again, uh, we've said it a fair few times, 
big up the Chef Wednesday social media team. They've done a cracking job this season, really stepped up the game. Uh, and it's it just makes us fans a bit more engaged with the club, a bit ins and outs with some of the player uh, interviews they've done, some of the funny clips and YouTube and all that. So, yeah, hats off to them. It's fantastic. Will Volks, Will Volks singing. Oh, yes. yes. I thought yes. it was going to be brilliant by how he was holding the mic and, and what he looked like when I saw the clip without sound. He <laughs> looked a consummate professional, didn't he? And I thought, oh, he's going to proper belt that out. It was Angels, wasn't it? Warby Williams, yeah, Angels. I've, I've not heard it, but uh, making uh, it sound like that. Uh, and uh, John, he, he, hits, he hits every note, but not necessarily in the right order. So. Right. A unique voice, I would say. <laughs> yeah, very. For, for, for any of you that uh, watch TV or anything, there was a programme and saying, I can see your voice. And it, and it was this, yeah. it, it was like some celebrities being judges and these people come on, quick one, uh, come on and they like mimed to a song doing some dancing and you had to see if they were an actual singer or not, if they could sing or not. Uh, and I think Will Volk should have, go on that show. He would win the money. He would win the money. Is it true they asked Backinson to get up, but when he got up to sing, he just froze? I don't know if that's true. Or not. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Come on now. I, I will, we, we will not have any more slagging off of squad players that have played for yeah. Sheffield Wednesday. Sorry, he's going to score a winning goal in playoffs now. And I'm going to that, there you go. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> he'll, uh, he'll, he'll come on like Helan did. Oh, God, no. Please, no. <laughs> oh, no, 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 no. Yeah, so... Uh, Right, so some other bits of news this week, and uh, obviously everyone listening to this will already hear that we are in the playoffs. We are going to cement third place, uh, regardless of what happens on Sunday. I know you look really happy about that, Holly. Um, so what we thought, or what I thought as well, was going to be a Friday night away fixture, wherever, probably Derby looking at this, and then a home dinner time kickoff. Um, at Hillsborough on the Saturday, following Saturday has now been moved because, frankly, of the imbeciles and idiots and all of the adjectives for twats at South Yorkshire, <laughs> <laughs> South Yorkshire Police that, think that they can't handle two South Yorkshire teams playing on the same day. Even though that's happening this weekend. Yeah, on Sunday. Yeah, so... So we have the player. So what? Obviously, nothing's ever signed, sealed, delivered. We always know that that games can be moved for Sky TV because they basically run the the leagues. But what, what's your thoughts on that? Obviously, Friday night away at wherever is is good. It's always good. But then a Thursday night at Hillsborough, I'm not feeling that to be honest. Anyone else? I just don't understand why they they literally put confirmed dates. Yeah, And everybody went, great, confirmed dates, let's all book us travel. One of my friends is on a stag do and he booked flights to come home for the matches and go back. And they, he has not, like, that's no use, unless he wants to watch Bradford, I guess, whoever they've moved to our time on that, <clears throat> on that weekend day. But it's absolutely ridiculous. Ridiculous that it's not, everybody was waiting for the dates. So why did they say confirmed and then... Yeah. Just kidding, psych, not really. I don't understand. It don't really affect me whichever day it is anyway. It would have been better for them both to be on a weekend. But they are not, one of them's, at least one of them's normally a midweek, isn't it? They're normally a couple of, maybe three or four days apart. But 
they are normal. I just don't like the way they've gone about it. If they'd have just come out and said these are the dates, then I think everybody would have been a bit better about it. It's it, it really matters. Uh, it's the bullshit excuse, though. It's exactly what you said when I've just introduced it. It was like they can't have Barnsley and Sheffield Wednesday playing on the same day, which would have been, I think it was half 12 kickoff for Sheffield Wednesday on the Saturday and three o'clock for Barnsley. I think yeah. that, they were the two times. Yeah. Um, but no, they can't have that. But like you said, Sunday. What, what are they going to do about Sunday? It must have happened loads of times this season. I'm pretty Oops. sure that's happened tons of times. I'm sure Rotherham have been at home when we've been at home. Barnsley have been at home when we've been at home. It, it, it is the most ridiculous excuse I have seen for a long time. You know, it, It's going to cause issues. Right, it, it looks like it could be Derby, but if it's Peterborough, the la whoever's coming up from Peterborough has got to travel up on a Thursday. Derby fans have got to travel up, so the M1's going to be a nightmare. A1 will be a nightmare if it's Peterborough. Getting into Sheffield, getting parked up. Sure enough, there's more issues at nighttime games. Uh, it's, sure enough, it must be easier to police a daytime game than a nighttime game in regards to any issues outside grounds. I just, I just honestly do not get it whatsoever. I don't get it whatsoever. Um, it, it, and then obviously we've got Barnsley played Friday night and we played Thursday night. You know, is it that Sky have put in their 10 pennies as well to spread the football a bit further over? You know, because they'll have somebody on, on the Saturday. Well. You know, yeah, yeah. Well, we're going to be stuffed now, aren't we? Because every game we're now going to play up yeah. to and including the finals going to be on Sky. So uh, either way, we're buggered that way. Um, yeah, so... It's just shit. Football should be three o'clock on a Saturday. Full stop. I think we can think, still get um, Bolton, can't we? If Derby win and Bolton yeah. lose. So the yeah. two travelling one way or other. Yeah, exactly. It's just going to be yeah. awful. Oh, God, the poor Bolton fans. Oh, dear. Poor I think, Bolton um, fans. The woodhead. Oh, dear. Yeah. Think, <laughs> um, unfortunately, when when these, when these it comes to football and Sky and police and everything, the, the fans are an afterthought, aren't they? We, we, know, we know full well from the size of our club and Derby's a, a big club in this division as well that the fan base isn't just, you know, centred around Sheffield and Derby. We've got fans all over the country, yep. uh, north and south, and sometimes they're coming in from, you know, overseas as well. Uh, yep. As as Holly mentioned earlier, you know, some somebody was trying to do that while part of on part of a stag do. So, and I think um, I think Dale Johnson, uh, ESPN uh, writer and, and Wednesday fan, was going to come up as well, but now now that's scuppered him coming up because of the the dates changed, and it, yep. it's just. They just don't care about the fans. It's just all about money making. Sky's going to do this, so then Sky uh, police are like, "Well, we're not going to police it unless you move it to this day." And sod fans, we're the ones that have to pick up the you know pieces, and it ruins plans for many people. And I'm sorry for them for that. They'll just the wait because the laws it'll sell yeah. out anyway, so they don't think they care who goes. It'll just mm. be anybody, and it'll. Well, sell that, out that's 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 another issue though, isn't it? Because if we have a poor performance in the first away leg. Are we going to sell out the Thursday night? You know, are we going to? I would yeah. hope we would, but you know, it's. I, I just come on. We're always positive on that first leg away, aren't we? Come on. Yeah. Well, yeah. <laughs> what Huddersfield away? Oh my god. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, uh, like Holly said about her friend, and I know the the uh, the London Owls, the supporters group from London, they booked their trains up uh, for the Saturday for the home game. Uh, and obviously that's been moved, and you know what train travels right, right? <coughs> probably probably get a five or a ticket back or whatever. So it's 
And well, they'll not, they'll not get back, will they, or after the game on a Thursday? No, well, probably won't come up on Thursday. Yeah. It's thing. But so it's, it's like John said, it's fans like that. It's uh, For me, uh, I want it full house. I want everyone who can get there, who wants to go there to get there. I don't care where you come from. Um, we've seen it. We've had some cracking nights at Hillsborough. Um, and yes, under the lights is a bit, it's a bit more special than it would have been at half 12 on a Saturday afternoon. But... It's it's gonna be just a ball ache for anyone and everyone, isn't it? So it's um, it's not good, and I obviously made my feelings uh, perfectly clear, and and the club's beholden to Sky and, and the police, so it's a bit shit, really, isn't it? Yeah. Well, yeah. but onto that. So we are gonna now, obviously, we're gonna bit of a preview of the the Sunday's game. It's. Um, for me, I was hoping that it was going to be a dead rubber. Well, it is a dead rubber of sorts, but it was going to be a party. We're up there. We've been promoted. We were even champions in my head. You know, I know I'm saying it, and you're all going to get listening to this. You're all going to get deflated. Um, but it turns out not to be. And Derby need a result to guarantee themselves in the playoffs. So Sunday, 12 o'clock, everyone's kicking off at the same time, even Barnsley at home. So there's another reminder. How will we cope? I, well, we'll cope fine. I don't know how the South Yorkshire Police on their I double think they'll time cope really well. Off. Yeah, they'll be they'll be getting their <laughs> overtime in, loving every minute of it, won't they? So it's gonna be um, it's gonna be a sellout. Um, well, funny that saying that it was a sellout. <laughs> it's not now. And then obviously once the results came through on Saturday, um, quite a few people handed their tickets back. So it wasn't a sellout, and I don't believe it's a sellout anymore at the minute. Um, the time going to press at nine o'clock on Wednesday night. So two and a half thousand Derby supporters, they've obviously severely reduced their allocation for reasons we won't go into again for the millionth time. Um, what's your thoughts on it? How, Holly, I'll start with you, Holly. What's, what do you think, how Darren Moore and the, the team are going to approach this game, in your, in your opinion? I think I would just play it safe and just, I don't know, because I, I, you said that Windass came on and he looked all right, but then if I were Derby, I'd just give him another knock. If like no. You'd be stupid not to, even if it were our players playing against them and they had somebody that were brilliant. It'd be stupid not to really, if it's going to affect, if he's going to be really good in the playoffs and we're going to play them. Would you risk him? I don't. I don't know. Well, we'll probably the other strikers will be all right. I mean, Smith played well, so he'll probably be all right. But on his own without Windass. But then Windass needs the the game time. I I, I don't know how to play it really. Um, it don't really. It don't mean out to us unless you want to keep as as little bit of form going. It don't really mean out. So I don't know if I just just. Just it, wrap them in cotton wool and bubble wrap and stuff. <laughs> it, it doesn't mean anything in, in the grand scheme of obviously the league because we, we're cementing third place. But it it means something in mentality wise, wouldn't it, John? If 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 Darren Moore rested yeah. a few players and we ended up losing 2 0, yes, great for Derby, they're in the playoffs, but then we were more than likely playing them again less than a week later. Yeah, for me. 
Um, and I, I heard somebody on radio say it as well, and I agree with it. I think you've got to treat it as a normal game, play your best side and try and win because momentum is key going into the playoffs. Now, if you play a weakened side um, and Derby turn is over, the beat is in front of his own crowd, which is going to be a fairly fairly large crowd anyway, regardless of it being a sellout or not. You've given them the momentum. They're already thinking, we've already been to Hillsborough. All right, they weren't playing the best side, but we've been to Hillsborough and we've won. We've got the momentum now. We know we can get them back to Pride Park and have a, I'll attack them there. And we've got no fear coming back here. Um, for me, you play your best side, keep the momentum going. If you beat Derby, it could knock them out of the playoffs, depending on what the other team trying to get in there do. Um, you know, or, or or it's a close game, they might nick it, and but they could. You know, I think you just you've got to go for it as a normal game because if you start trying to play the percentages, you can get in, yourself into trouble. Um, but how, so how me, deflated will it. we all be if Windass goes off injured after ten minutes? What if they send somebody really shit like Mendes Lang on? to crock him and get a card and it don't matter <laughs> well i think windash i think he'll manage windash in the context of the game not not the occasion and i think he'll be if windash uh, if he wants to bring windash on as a sub i think he'll do that or yeah you know i know what you're saying holly it's likely going to re-sign chris martin just to go out and crock him in it or something but i don't <laughs> i don't think it'll be like that i think he'll um i think he'll, he'll manage the game more and if he thinks that it's a game to save Windass for and just give him 10 minutes, then I think that's what he'll do. I'll trust him to treat it as a normal game and try and go for the three points rather than, you know, play the game and not the Asian, as they say. Simon, your thoughts? Do you no, agree I, with what... You, you go says? out with the same team I think we played on Saturday, to be honest. You you let Windass come on. Look, look, uh, the manager's damned if he does, damned if he doesn't, doesn't he? Um, we, we'd have... You know, if if we don't if we don't bring Windass, you know, have him on the bench, bring him on for the last 10, 15 minutes. We we, we are masters of our destiny. If we can if we can beat Derby, it creates that impetus for the next few games, and also as well, it could change who our opponents are. Me personally, I'd prefer Bolton or, or Peterborough. Certainly Peterborough in 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 the in the playoffs. Um, certainly away at, at Derby, they've got a bit of a hoodoo over us, haven't they, at Pride Park? So, so let's 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 have a go. We we couldn't influence the league, so let's influence the playoffs. You know, the one last game. Let's get a win. Um, you know, it, it's completely in our hands. We could influence who we're going to play. You know, because everybody's resigned themselves, resigned ourselves to playing Derby. That's not written in stone yet, is it? No, I think um, I think is it. I think Derby have to lose, and then Peterborough have to beat theirs by four, four goals, and they play Barnsley at yeah, Barnsley. Yeah, yeah, so yeah. any other, and for me, any other uh, <coughs> team Peterborough play, then they've got a very good chance. But I know Barnsley have have ha had a really good form at home, so it's. But they are they're. They're safe in fourth, aren't they? We're third, therefore yeah, it's between yeah. five, six, and seven. Yeah, so 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 Peterborough have got to go there and get a result. So that again yeah. plays into our hands, doesn't it? Barnsley may rest some players. They might rest some players, or they might no. get some players injured by Peterborough going in tough against them. The Barnsley's form has dropped off. You know their their form's up and down. Just when so, we need them, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. So so. Let's you know it, it, the only two play only two teams that cemented us are us and Barnsley, 
yeah. you know. So so let's not go in half-hearted. Let's not play the kids, as people say. Let's let's go in, go out to win the game, and and uh, and then we, we'll see what happens after that. We, I'm about obviously going in with a, a full-strength team or or playing like squad players, but we haven't got that many squad players, so there wouldn't no. be wholesale changes, would there? You're only talking no. two or three players at, at the most, really, yeah. aren't you? Um, so, and even then, the two or three players that you could think maybe left or, or rested, we should have enough anyway. I believe we should. Obviously, we haven't because of the results we've had previously. But I think we should be. I mean, we should go at it as a as a thing. I'm all for mentality and uh, using um, the game before going into the next game. So obviously, you have a bad game, especially you know that you're going to be playing. Well, we don't, sorry. We may be playing Derby three times in less than two weeks in in a, in a game and then two playoffs. So I'm, I'm all for going. But I do take what Holly was saying. If, if Windass comes on for 10, 15 minutes and a player says, well, I'm going to have a yellow card, I'm going to just take him out because we know we, we're going to be playing Sheffield Wednesday and it's better to yeah. have probably one of their main attacking threats, not 100%. But they could they could do that in the playoffs anyway, couldn't they? They could target him in the playoffs. If they, yeah. Yeah. I don't think they will because I think Paul. I think we've both got the nicest managers in the league, haven't we? Like Paul Warren's <laughs> nice and Darren Moore's nice, and they'll just be so lovely. But yeah, I don't think that's going to happen. But uh, our record against Derby, someone put it up and said something like, "In the last forty matches, we've only won six. I thought yeah. it were bad, but. That's yeah, not that it's, very bad. It's, it <laughs> well, tends why it'd be nice to knock them out or, or get bolted. <laughs> well, here it is, Holly. I've got it here because I do my uh, homework. In the last 10 you meetings... You want to take it easy on them? <laughs> last 10 meetings, because I didn't go that far, because we've won three, we've drawn four, we've lost three. So it's oh, very even in the last 10 games. Yeah, so. Well, by default, if we've lost to Forest Green and... Everybody else at bottom, we must have beaten all the teams that are good in theory because <laughs> we beat lots of people this season. We just lost to all third ones and Barnsley, who are also in that category, obviously. Yeah, of course. Yeah, <laughs> not, not the best. So, uh, I know these mean jack shit. So, I'm gonna ask for a prediction, Simon, because I know you love them. You can go first. Uh, Wednesday Sunday. win, Wednesday win. I'm not predicting yeah. goals, but Wednesday win, Holly. <laughs> Uh, I think it'll be a draw. Ooh. John? <laughs> I agree. 1-1. One, one. I'm going to go for a 1-0 win for Wednesday. Um, just think, I just think that it it may not be the most entertaining game, but I think if Derby know they've got to come at us, I think we may do them on the counter-attack and uh, score a winner. So that's what I'm going to go for. So that's our comprehensive Derby review that's coming up on Sunday. Um, it's going to be a great game. Not, I don't think, but it's be a great atmosphere. Always is the last home game of the season. I've got to say that. Um, I, I quite like them, uh, apart from last season. Um, so, any other business? Anyone? I have some, if anyone else hasn't. No. Go on, Ash. So... Um, We've all seen uh, in the last few months and on social media that the uh, ex-Sheffield Wednesday player, Tommy Spur, his, uh, his little lad Rio has been having a bit of a tough time of it lately. But he has had some very good news in the last week or two. 
uh, about his obviously diagnosis. So he's, um, I believe he's been given the all clear, but obviously still a long road gone. So he's, he's close. So fantastic news for the Spur family. Want to just for everyone from the podcast, just uh, wish them all the best. And it's fantastic news. So congratulations, yeah. uh, the Spur family. Yeah, very good, very good. So on that, you've um, you may have seen the last. I think it was yesterday or today, even um, at the time of recording that uh, he's been invited to Middlewood Road and uh, had a bit of a kick around uh, Little Rio. So it was great to see once again, all, all the social media stuff, actually brilliant to see. Um, and on that, he has got a charity game that you probably may or may not have seen that they've organised, uh, the Steel City Derby. So it's Legends of the Game from uh, Sheffield Wednesday against Legends of the Game from... Chef United, can't really. A lot of them are also ex Wednesday, though. On there, I know. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it is a mix, yeah. but you know, so <laughs> just, just, just like Stevie and his upcoming uh, charity game is going to pull on a red shirt, so that's uh, that's gone down well, ain't it? So yeah, so if anyone, I believe there is still tickets available. So it's on the fourteenth of May, two o'clock kickoff, down at the Legacy Park in Sheffield. Yeah. And handily, the playoffs aren't on that same weekend anymore, so you can you can. <laughs> No. Well, that's well. That's one good thing for the South Yorkshire Police. They've got now, to have a there, is, there is rumour though that Rio did get injured at Middlewood Training Ground today, um, oh. and, and also as well that South Yorkshire Police are looking to move it to a Tuesday night. So, just 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 to keep the theme of the podcast going there. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah so everyone, um, uh, fantastic uh, cause. So get yourself down there. Have a great day. I'm sure the weather will be great. Hopefully, anyway. So. That's my any other business. Has anyone else got anything? No, we're not. Nope. I, think we've co- I think we've covered everything. It's all about Sunday, isn't it? It is. Uh, uh, this be... week it is. The podcast <laughs> could get boring over the next two weeks, continuously yeah. talking about Derby, couldn't it? So... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so um, there's, uh, there'll be a Both hello from the other side. Derby, well, yeah. it may not be Derby. So, yes, there'll be a yeah. hello from the other side um, released. Uh, had a chat with the guys at the Rams Review. So, listen out for that. Um, to talk about that but thank you very much once again for joining the Wednesday week we've loved talking to you it's nearly the end of the season we can nearly go on holiday and um, thanks guys for joining us and uh, let's go Sunday Do you want the hospitality you deserve? Then please look no further than Gary's Hoopspitality at Gary's Hoopspitality, we can make sure you don't mix with the poor people. Gary's Hoopspitality. Get the hospitality that you demand. It's the 90th minute. You've got all your mates round. You've got your McNugget chair boxes coming down the left wing, ready to go. Your mate's already been booked for double dipping, and you steal the last nugget. Snatching all three points, back of the net. Lubosh! Automate delivery now on the McDonald's app. You in? At participating restaurants, 18 plus, serving times, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com for more information. See you later. 
And there it is. That's as good as it gets on this stage. Nissan Townstar EV strikes again. It's an unstoppable van. Unstoppable! Look, just fantastic. You can actually see the ProPilot technology in action. Effortless parallel parking. It moves with all the confidence that comes with a five-year warranty. And with a bench full of all-star van experts, there's real strength in depth here. That's all-star quality. Search Nissan Townstar EV and visit your local all-star van centre to see for yourself. Terms and conditions apply. Five years or 100,000 miles, whichever comes first. ProPilot is an advanced driver assist technology. Driver's responsibility to stay alert, drive safely, and control vehicle at all times. This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans.